right, guys, welcome to the Raw Podcast. And today with me, I have a special guest, Vicky. Hello, hello. And Vicky and I currently, right now, are sitting in our boutique space. Um, if you didn't know, Vicky and I own uh, Grit and Grace and Ellery Elise in historic downtown Faribault, where we both have little boutiques full of clothes and just unique gift items. Um, but a little bit about Vicky. So we met oh Maurice's. Gosh, at Maurice's. We, we met our friendship in retail. Um, I think we both were finishing college, right? Mm-hmm. So we were both finishing college. We worked at Maurice's, fell in love with clothes and fashion, and we were reconnected many years later yep. and decided that we were going to do this boutique thing together. Yeah. Um, so you can follow. We both have Facebook groups, mm-hmm. and we recently have started an Instagram account called The Driven Sisters, which we'll talk a little bit more about later. But I want to have Vicky on here because we are very like-minded, but also very different. And this boutique world is wild. So I wanted to have her on here to talk a little bit about our experiences in the boutique world um, and just what it's been like. Yeah. But first, I want to do some fun questions for our guests when they come on here. And so, Vicki, if you could describe <laughs> yourself in three words... What would they be? Describe myself in three words. Um, Passionate. Um, Quick. And a mom? Sure. There's no red rag. I feel like it's always, I want to stay away from the labels of mom, wife, this and that. You know what I mean? And, And describe myself more. But I feel like the, that is so important. So, yeah. Good. Protector, maybe? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would describe you definitely as passionate, genuine, and honest. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you, because maybe people are listening that don't know us. Yeah. If you had to describe me in three words, or when you first met me. What would you say? Oh <laughs> man, am I allowed to swear on here? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's adult audience. Though. The first thing that comes to mind with you is like, I just kick ass bitch. Like, <laughs> and not in like a bad way. You know what I mean? Like, someone who's gonna come in, who's gonna get shit done, and doesn't care what other people think. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's taken me a long time to get there. Yeah. And there are days. And I think that's why a lot of us, going back to how we met, follow you and because I did your life coaching yeah I came into your groups and I was like that chick's on to something (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah I think that's how we reconnected over the years and then the boutique space because then you came in as a vendor I did yes so it's wild when we talk about being real in a fake world Uh and just being able to be you and shedding your armor which is the whole point of this podcast is that um, you will eventually, when you start being you and real, the people that are supposed to be in your life will find you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's exactly what happened with this space the first time 
that I opened is it drew in a group of people that were looking for the same things. Mm -hmm. And we did have a great group of women and there was no drama, which Mm -hmm. is very odd (laughs) for a group of women, right? Like we were all just very genuine, real and searching for, I think just connection. And I think what helped is no one knew each other. Yeah. Exactly. And was ready, and I think all of us were ready. I mean, I came in ready to, what do I have to lose? I don't know anybody. Right. So I'm yeah. going to say and get to know people, and yeah. Yeah, which maybe we'll do again down the road. Because those were all, <laughs> it was fun, and it was helpful. And I think, like you said, part of owning this boutique was to have a place of connection, which has been hard with COVID. We, we lost that for three months <laughs> in the summer when we had to be closed um, and not being able to see our customers. But when we talk about the boutique world, um, what do you think has been just you, the hardest part about being a boutique owner slash business owner? So for all of our ladies out there that want to start a business or want to get into the boutique world, like what has been the hardest part? first thing that comes to mind for me and it goes back to the way I describe myself is I know I was passionate but I also know I'm a mom so the hardest part for me was time Mm -hmm. not so much the passion I knew what I wanted to do I knew how I wanted to do it I knew what I wanted to bring in but I think the hardest thing for me was was the time Mm -hmm. that's at the top I mean a lot of other hard things <laughs> come with owning the boutique but that was that's the first thing that comes to mind yeah and how yeah how do you find time as a parent as a full-time wor- worker maybe you know as yeah all these different things to then also try to have a storefront and open this thing. right <laughs> and I think for a lot of people that don't know this is not our full-time gig no um we both work full-time jobs elsewhere and so the boutique is kind of our, like you said, it's a side thing, but yet we take a lot of pride in it that we want to dedicate as much time to it as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people think, oh, I could just start an online boutique, easy money, it's going to be easy, but I don't think, people don't get to see the behind the scenes. It's a hot mess. Yes, and the work of starting a business. And getting your name out there. Getting your name out there, marketing, looking for reputable wholesalers. Well, then, too, just building the trust with your customers because we realize that people are spending their hard-earned money with us. Yes, and we want to make sure that we're delivering, one, the experience Mm -hmm. and the quality of product. And I think the other hard part is, like you said, behind the scenes. No one tells you how to do this. You kind of figure it out as you go. Um, And just with wholesalers you know I think people think we could just fill our store with all the things (laughs) until you really start digging deep into there's minimum orders of maybe a thousand dollars before you can get in with a wholesaler Mm -hmm. and when you're a small brick and mortar that thousand dollars in one product that you're not sure if it's going to sell can be a little scary yes Um, the other part is we are a brick and mortar Um, And I don't think people realize the rent, utilities, insurance, all those things that go into owning an actual storefront. Anybody listening right now and they want to open a storefront, they're going to be like, run! I know. And that's not not where... where, No. I mean, it's worth it every... 
the being able to have a place for people to come in and actually meet your customers is what it's all about. And I think that I just wish I would have realized how hard it was going to be because I didn't have anyone to ask. Right. I didn't really know anyone that owned a boutique or a brick and mortar. And so it was all just, we learned, we learned things the hard way. And I think the other part is, like you said, if you're going to be a business owner, like you just got to know the cool hard truth and you're going to have to work your butt off, mm-hmm. but it's, it's worth it. And if you go into it with passion and not solely about making money, that's what sustains you through the hard times, I think. Is right, because it was about making money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we laugh. Uh, because this is passion-driven. And right. it is with our heart and our soul, and we just we absolutely love our customers. I think the other hardest part for me is, and I think all women can relate to this in, in whatever it is you're doing, of people, because we've been through this, is just people crap-talking you. Mm-hmm. Um, women just have a... They do that to each other. And it's something you and I, with the life coaching stuff and the boutique, was we wanted to bring women together. Right. Um, that we truly believe there's enough room at the table for everybody. Mm-hmm. And that the more of us out there doing this, just the better. Mm-hmm. And I think if I could give any business advice to other women is... You know, truly be that woman that cheers others on. Like, don't just say that and then pick and choose who you want to cheer on. Right? Like, 100%. I think that there truly is room for everybody. Um, the other thing is location. It's oh, huge. Gosh. Um, Vicky and I have had a couple of locations just to kind of try out and see what best fits us. And we're in a small town, which can make it difficult. Um, but that's one thing we've learned is, is location. You want to have a spot that people feel comfortable coming to. Mm -hmm. And although I think we've created a really cute and homey space, Mm -hmm. um, we're also just in, we're in a different town and with COVID that any business owner out there can relate has really changed a lot for us. It has. But not for the bad. I mean, some of it, but it's made us get creative. There's a silver lining. Um, what, so we're talking about some of the hard things of owning a boutique. Um, I think I thought it was just going to be this like really fun, like, oh my gosh, it's my dream. But a lot of stuff came with it that I didn't anticipate. (laughs) So when you have the naysayers, because I'm telling you ladies, the boutique world can be a little cutthroat. I don't understand it. Um, but we've heard this in other boutique groups we're in mm-hmm. that all over this, for some reason, has become, I don't know, some of the culture yep. for some people. What do you do? And it doesn't have to be boutique related, but how do you deal with like the haters out there or the people that try and bring you down? Hmm. I think I've gotten really good at just I don't want to say not caring because there's always that like that little sting Mm -hmm. but at the same time it's remembering why you started who is there for you and how much this person whoever said actually matters in your life yeah you know what I mean so let like we're all human right so like let it it's gonna sting for a little bit and then we're gonna complain 
drink a glass of wine or a bottle, whatever, I don't judge. And then it's going to be like, it doesn't really matter. Right. So that's kind of my... Yes. Yeah. Because I think, well, this is what typically happens. I'll usually message Vicky. Like, you got to find someone that you can vent to that you know is a safe space. Like, they know you're not being catty, but that you're hurt and you just need to talk to somebody about it. So, yeah, when I feel that way, I'll usually message Vicky and then my mom. And a lot of times I'll just be like, am I being ridiculous, right? Like, I got to label my feelings, put a label on it, and then talk it out. And then realize, like you said, some of it's just, why do I care? Right? But there is always that sting, and I think it's because we are very passionate, and we really do care about people. And so then when you, when you hear those things, it's like, wait a minute. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, I would agree. It's learning to, what's worth giving a fox about? <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. Like, I only have so many to give, and I need to learn what ones to give it to. Um, but I think being a female in business, right, there's a lot of judgment. Right? I mean, I feel that. Yeah. I think as a female in business, sometimes it's, well, how does she find time? Yeah. What is she not doing? Mm-hmm. What is yes. she missing out on? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of, I think people like to fill in the blanks for you. Mm-hmm. And like one of the things I always get is, yeah, one, how do, she does, how does she do everything, right? Like that girl's always doing something, which is true. Like I like adventure, right? The other thing is I have a lot of different passions or it's like, well, how can they afford that? Right? It's because we bust our tails off, right? Um, I've heard people comment and say, the only reason I have what I have is because my dad pays for everything. And so it's like, women for some reason don't want to see other women be successful by their own work. And so then you hear these rumors about yourself that you're like, wait a minute, no, sure. Has my dad helped me out throughout the years and my parents? For sure. But this is all of our hard work that Mm -hmm. we bust our butts for and so then it's almost like people want to diminish your success right and I think I've I've experienced that many times in my life no matter what accomplishments I've made but I feel like especially with the boutique part it's like you said a lot of judgment or right some of the some of the women I have met through the through the boutique world that I had and when I say met I mean online (laughs) that I talk to and admire are women who started really small, mm-hmm. a side gig. Yeah. And they put every ounce of energy they had into their business. And now they their family has new cars. Mm-hmm. Their family's bought new houses. Like they can afford to take vacations because people bust their butt. Yeah. So my role models are other women yes. who are killing it. Yes. Um, in the... In like their whether it's a boutique or maybe they're a hairstylist or maybe they're an influencer like whatever mm-hmm. and just they went you know they rocked it like, I want to do that <laughs> yeah and I think that's the difference right like we look at other women and you're you're proud of them for making that for yeah. for making it to where they are we know the amount of work that goes into it uh-huh. um, we've you know right. we're living it 
Um, but it wouldn't matter what a female was doing or accomplishing. I think we would both be proud of them for where they're at. Yeah. And I think the hard part is when you have that mentality and then you see others not, it can just be, there's many days I've been in tears. Mm-hmm. Many days I've been in tears because of the things that I've heard people say, even in, in our local area. And I think people don't realize, like you said, this is our heart and soul. Everything that we do, we, we put our heart in. And so I think the biggest thing is when we talk about being real and raw is I think people have to realize, you know, there's people out there trying to make a difference. And when you say things like that, it just it makes you not want to try. That's right. me personally. And I, I, think, I think we're too stubborn for that. We are. <laughs> I think we're, we're very too, stubborn. I think we're too stubborn to not try. Yeah. I think I'm going to call us townies. Yeah. <laughs> I think as townies we want to see we want to see new and fresh and or and we want to see what is here keep going. Absolutely. Um and so I think that's how we just you know, you keep trucking along and you just try try new things. If it didn't yeah. work, try something else. And I think part of this business is vulnerability <clears throat> because we are also opening people up to our lives. Um, I can think about like when you post photos of yourself in like when we model our own clothes, mm-hmm. I've gotten flack for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I've heard of other boutique owners and some of those groups where mm-hmm. talk about the same things of like people judging them based on their looks. Mm-hmm. You know, they own the boutique, they model their clothes and then people talk crap about, about them. Right. You know, um, like you know, for me, it's hearing like, well, I want to see it on a size whatever. Right. And then, you know, it's like, well, you I'm the me. only one I got. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when we're trying to bust our butt and model these things mm-hmm. and it's like, I just sometimes feel like you can never do anything good enough. And so I think in business and boutique world and just in life, you got to grow a thick skin mm-hmm. and a backbone. And so for the ladies out there listening, no matter what you do, even when you're killing it, you're going to have people talk shit about you. Mm-hmm. Like you just are. And my husband has told me lately, don't read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Right? Because Husband advice 101. He's sometimes right. But, you know, you think about, too, like, you put something out there that it's your heart and your soul, and you're always going to have one or two people not like it. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You're not everyone's cup of tea. I have no And I think we've realized that in our boutique, too, like, we might, our style might not be for everyone, and that's okay. Right. That's why there's room at the table for everybody to do their thing, because people are drawn to you. Right, and I think, and hopefully, I think that's what we've done. We're trying to do a good job of, of yeah. in our groups, and and opening up like a safe space. Like I post everything. Here's my yeah. life. You guys want to know what I'm doing? What I'm having for supper? Like join <laughs> Ellery Elise. You got, I got this. You want to know what you know pissed me off and what my daughter did? Like yeah, you you know what I mean. And so creating that community. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason we've stuck a lot, uh, around so long is because of the community we've built and we don't want to lose that. Oh, and we love, we have, like our customers are awesome. Mm-hmm. And we love seeing them come in every week. Yeah. Like we really do. And like I said, when you start being you and being genuine, you're going to attract the right people into your life. And I think 
that's what's happened here and our group of customers mm-hmm. like they have turned into mm-hmm. lifelong friends you know like I don't view them as customers like this right. is our like you said our community our right. our people and I think that's the beauty of like you said when you can just be you right um We kind of talked about it, but any other final words of advice for someone wanting to own a boutique or being in this, like, being a female entrepreneur? I would say, I'd say do it. Yeah. I'd say do it and I would say try. The worst thing that's going to happen and, you know, say it's the boutique world or whatever, or even if it's, you buy the next kit for you know whatever company it is that you've been seeing and you want to try because you just want something for yourself the worst thing that's going to happen is it doesn't work yeah but you tried exactly otherwise you're going to sit there and you're going to be like could I have done more or what if so I would say just go for it I agree and ask questions yeah find people you can trust that are going to give you you know, good guidance. Find the right people that you can trust that, that'll give you good guidance. Because mm-hmm. you might find some, ask some people who are just, because we've been there. Yeah, ask we for have. advice. Yeah. And then you just kind of get a really short, simple answer that's more like, figure it out yourself. Yeah. And not everybody wants to help people. You know, I mean, that's very mm-hmm. true. I think a lot of people feel like infringed upon or like it's their territory. That's something I've really realized of, especially working with other women of like, no, that's mine. Where it's like, if we all supported one another, could you imagine the community you could grow? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we've always been so open to hosting local, other local businesses in our storefront. Mm-hmm. Like we have Mighty Fine Coffee and Becker Woodcraft and Savvy Brush, other local artists who, that's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're all stronger together. And I agree. I think if there's a dream or something you want to go for, like just do it. Mm-hmm. Like you said, I mean, we have, we've learned a lot. I think a lot of people maybe would have quit mm-hmm. with some of the things you and I have had to go through. Um, but that's where that passion comes in of like, and the stubbornness <laughs> of like we're digging our feet in and we're not I think we feel very loyal to the people who have supported us right um, because we couldn't do it without them either absolutely not the other advice too I think I would have is like you said even if you fail I have failed a lot of times at a lot of things but I've always learned something for the next and like I call it adventures my husband thinks I'm nuts <laughs> I just wrap, you know, my crazy decisions in that word of adventure because it sounds better. But I've learned something for, like, the next chapter of my life mm-hmm. in every failure. Some things haven't been a failure. They've been a success, but it was just, like, one step in the journey. So I think, yeah, go for it. I mean, you're always going to be where you are if you don't make a decision to do something different. Right. And I'll be damned if I'm complaining about how much I hate my life when I haven't tried something different. Right. You know? Um, So, yeah, I think go for it, whatever it is. I think the other thing is, like we've talked about, growing a thick skin. Because when you're out there doing something 
and doing something different. I think a lot of people, it's easier to sit at home and and judge and, and say things about people when you're not the one out there doing it. So don't read the comments. <laughs> don't pay attention to the naysayers. But, but I think too, if people, I think if you're going to have naysayers and people who are talking about you, then obviously you're doing something right. Exactly. I think. Because if yeah. it's, you know what I mean? Like, well, maybe I agree. she's onto something and, well, then I want to be onto something. What is this? You know what I mean? And there's that. Yeah. And so I guess if you're ever like, you know, if you ever need to vent, I mean, me and Vicky are always here. Because <laughs> we get it, you know. Um, here's the other thing. So me and Vicky started reading this book called Girl Code. And then we actually had a group of women. And we talked about, we had like this book study. And it was super cool. And what was her name? Kira. I'll have to look her up. We'll have to look her up. Anyways, look up Girl Code. It's a book. And it's amazing. And Vicky and I hosted this group. And it turned out to be just a great like it, we bonded with other women who again were on the same mission as us and she talks about in their copying oh yeah right the instagram thing yeah and so you maybe remember this better than i do because i feel like mm-hmm. you, we talked about this in group but when you're a female and especially like even if you're on instagram and you own any kind of business or maybe you don't own a business at all you're just like your platform is just your good. platform yeah Or you just like to post stuff on, you know, your Facebook of your family and whatever. And then all of a sudden, you start noticing that people are, like, emulating everything that you do. Yep. What did she say about that? That was so So good. So it was, so she had, so her career was taken off with these books and her Instagram was going. And then all of a sudden, she noticed there was this one girl in particular that all of a sudden was posting a lot of the same like quotes she had and then she started like dressing like her and all these different Kara yeah Kara something um and then she was getting really upset and had to talk to her husband about it say should I reach out to this gal who's literally taking my stuff and she had had other people message her saying like wow like this girl really looks like and it's really starting to like Mm -hmm. do what you're doing are you gonna call her out on it um and I think it was her husband that was like the voice of reason the voice of reason right that was like, let it go, it's a compliment. Yeah. Let it go, it's a compliment. So then what she started doing is she started commenting on this girl's stuff and was like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. You know, you and I are very similar, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually this other gal like went back to doing her own thing. Yeah. And I think that's what, like you said, I think people are drawn towards people that they admire and so sometimes then their stuff starts looking like the other person's without maybe ill intent at all but for some reason in our minds we jump to conclusions of like oh my gosh she's copying me why is she doing ideas (laughs) (laughs) now in some respect some people really do steal other people's hard work oh 100% right Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of deciphering and I guess like what we've talked about is having that conversation like instead of being catty and like I think calling people out on social media or talking shit about them behind, maybe it's a conversation that you have and you're like, hey, by the way, like I've just noticed X, Y, or Z. Who knows? That might be like your best friend that you've been waiting to meet. Right. I just, I think women complicate things by jumping to conclusions and then right away shit talking. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I guess if this is the real and raw podcast, we're going to get like down mm-hmm. to the nitty gritty of it because unfortunately, I've had that happen. We've had that happen. Mm-hmm. 
people trying to start some Facebook war that we're copying. And I was like blown away, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's like, well, I owned a boutique two years prior right. and have changed nothing. <laughs> and you just opened and you want to pick a fight. Like, I'm not for that. Right. Um, and again, I'm not bringing this up to be catty. This is, this is what's happened for mm-hmm. us. And I think for me, like you said, people, when that girl went back to being herself, mm-hmm. right, we are all given a unique gift. And I think when you copy other people so much, you're like, you're not sharing your unique gift to the world. And that might be what the world needs. Right. And so I think, I kind of talked about this in my last podcast of, not, I didn't know anybody that was similar to me or what I felt I was. So it was really hard to break out of a shell because I felt like I was so different than everybody else. Like I didn't think there was room for that different. Right. When really I think that whole time, I think about maybe what opportunities would have happened for me if I would have had the courage to be me instead of trying to copy what I thought the world thought I should be. Right. Like I was always just very quiet, kind of more like preppy in high school. You guys, I've always wanted to break out of the shell and be tatted up and all these <laughs> things, right? Like that's really who I've always been. But I didn't know how to be that. Right. And so I think, yeah, don't copy anyone. Just be you. And you know what? Like you said, if you start a buzz and people start talking, like you're obviously doing something. Right. Right? And you're onto something. There might be somebody out there that's looking for what you have to offer and they'll finally have the courage to be them too. Right. And so, like I said, as women, I think when we have a conflict with another woman, go to them. Mm-hmm. Right? I think sometimes, and I've done that, it's blown up in my face, right? Because the other party wasn't willing to have the conversation. Right. And you're going to run into people that you want to be real with and honest with and sit down and have a real conversation. I'm okay with conflict now. I mean, I don't like it, but I think I've gotten really used to it. Um, especially working in law enforcement. Um, but it's having that courage to have those hard conversations. And I've learned when the other party's not ready for it, you just gotta, you did your part and you just gotta leave it be. And I think the universe eventually takes care of it. Self. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for conflict for you, like what is the easiest thing to do? Like when you have conflict with another female, man because this is hard this is part of that creating that like real like it's tough I don't know if we're ever taught this skill I I think I'm the type of person I say things before I think through it (laughs) so I end up putting my foot in my mouth 90% of the time I open it but it's real it's it's coming out as real and raw but it is not right? filtered, yeah. And so I'll, I, I usually go straight to the source, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, what, why, when, like, <laughs> how can we fix this? And I did when you don't even know it's an issue. Yes, I think that's the sad part is when you're blindsided, right? And then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, wait a minute, I didn't even know we were fighting. Like I didn't even <laughs> know what happened. And I think we, I don't know how to say this like in a nice way but like we we almost like take away from relationships or like we 
God, I can't even think of the right word. This is what happens when you like really do like off the cuff podcast and it's not scripted. <laughs> but like we do a disservice to ourselves when we don't like confront the situation with that with the person. Mm-hmm. And rather we like we said we jump to conclusions that aren't even real. Or maybe it was a misunderstanding that could have easily just been talked about and didn't have to blow up into this drama. Like, women, I'm sorry, but we have the reputation We're of so being good. drama. Yeah. And I think that's what's... We were just talking about this before the podcast of, like, I think really real and honest people have a very small, intimate circle. And I think that's both true for you and I. Like, I don't have... I have a lot of friends, but the people that I let into my very close circle mm-hmm. is very small. Yeah. Um, because I know for me, I'm not going to speak for you, but I can imagine. Like, I've been very, very hurt by women and women that I've trusted and that I've helped. And it's turned to bite me in the ass. Um, and I'm the type that I used to want to tell my side. And there are certain times that I want to tell my side. But with, with one of the situations, I kind of felt like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. People that know mm-hmm. me would know the truth. Right. Um, well, it goes back to when you were doing the life coaching. Why do I got to explain myself? Yeah. Why do I have to explain myself? And I guess my hope is that the women I have in my life who I consider real, true friends would come to me if they felt hurt by me. Yes. Right? Instead of, like, all of a sudden, like, storing the pot over on the left and then I'm, like, blindsided when it blows up, Right. And so I think as women, this is just the best advice I can give is have the courage to be honest. But when another woman's hurt you, like, tell them. Right. And if they react poorly to it, then they're not the type of woman you probably want in your life anyways. Right. I think they can go for in any relationship. I mean... It- yeah, spouse, family, mm-hmm. co-worker. I mean, granted can't always pick your co-workers right <laughs> but you you can then decipher like oh okay like maybe that's not mm-hmm. the kind of person I want to have close to me and still work with you but you know not everyone and the more and more I feel like we go through life I've realized a lot of people are not honest and they're not real mm-hmm. you know so if you go to confront somebody and they're not you know mm-hmm. open to it just know you did your part and that you you've done the right the right thing. Right. Um we've been talking for a long time. But I feel like these are a lot of conversations me and Vicky have and, and we bounce stuff off of each other. I think we do a good job of keeping each other in check. Mm-hmm. So find yourself a girlfriend that you can be like, all right, Vicky. Wait, my gosh. I feel like you probably know what I ate for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> me and Vicky talk every day. Um, you know what I ate for dinner, you know when Justin didn't do the dishes. <laughs> like, find yourself a girlfriend, like we've talked about, that you can invite into your real and you're right. messy and that they're gonna love and support you. Like, there's nothing I could probably tell you that you'd be like, oh god, Mallory. <laughs> right? I think you know it all. Um, so find yourself a friend like that. I think, like we said, go for whatever dream it is. The worst mm-hmm. that can happen is it doesn't work out and you learn from it. Um, I think. The other thing we talked about is just growing that thick skin and just having the courage to truly be you and the girl code of be a girl's girl. Really, truly root people on. Be who you say you are. Um, 
and be open to having hard conversations with other women. Mm-hmm. That's where I think. I mean, women, women could really rule the world if we could get our shit together, okay? So, like, let's get our shit together. Because I think yeah. we are all powerful and courageous, and we have great ideas, and we would get shit done. Right? We do. And we do. And so, that's, I mean, moral of the story is, ladies, let's get our shit together and be real and be honest. Yep. And be who we are. Any, do we want to tell them about our future plans or do we want to wait? Do we want them to follow? Ooh, let's keep them on edge. Okay. So anyways, for those of you that do follow our store, we're going through some changes. Mm -hmm. COVID has like lit a creative fire under us. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now, our storefront, we're still here. Um, We've closed it um, for store shopping just because we're trying to, Mm -hmm. we've had a spike of COVID cases here and just keeping in mind, we want to keep everyone safe. Um... We're still open for pickup and we're online, but you're going to hear a huge announcement. I think we're going to do it like the first of the year, give you a taste of what we're Mm -hmm. doing. We're not going anywhere. I mean, well, we are. Mm Mm-hmm. Hit number Uh, one. (laughs) Yeah, hit number one. We're going places. Um, And so we're really excited because it's something we've not seen here at all. And... Our creative minds when we come up with something we run with it because we're crazy crazy passionate <laughs> but anyways stay tuned Vicky and I will you can start following us on Instagram we're called the driven sisters um, and you can also follow our boutique groups grit and grace and El release and we'll keep you updated on all of our shenanigans you can be part of our community part of our life we share it all the good bad ugly um, because again in a world where it's hard to be real, mm-hmm. we have to be raw. So we're going to leave you with that. We hope that you guys enjoyed our little podcast and us opening up about our life and our world. Um, but go out there and be a real-ass woman. We need more of you. Mm-hmm.